The Lord be with you. When I was getting ready for our service today, I, I did a little bit of crafting. But I feel a little bit nervous about the craft that I did. And would, you guys be, would you guys be nice if you looked at my craft? Right? Well, the theme, of course, is the Magi. And those Magi followed a star, right? And so I made a craft star. So I'm a little bit nervous to show it. But we've all made crafts and felt a little bit nervous about it, right? So you're going to treat this craft like your children's drawing, and you're going to, you want to put it on the fridge, okay? Okay, here we go. And I'm going. Check it out. Does anybody know what this is? This is the solar system, right? Or to put it another way, our, our solar system, right? So I got this online, and I honestly thought it was going to be bigger. They, a little bit deceptive, in the, but it arrived just in time. So I painted it on Friday night, and Buffy said, I can't believe what a huge nerd you are. So, here it is, our solar system. I feel pretty good about my sun. It's got, like, the variations and maybe what looks like could be little arms of plasma or whatever jetting out. Can anyone tell me what the problem with what I'm holding in my hand is right now? Is there a problem with this? It's not to scale. Not even a little bit. One of the embarrassing things is in order to make it spin, especially with Saturn's rings... uh, they had to put them all at different levels so they aren't really on the axis of the sun, which was a, a bit of an annoyance to me. Any other problems besides scale with this? Oh, it's not moving. Yeah, right? These things should be moving at a spectacular rate right now. It's missing the asteroid belt, which would have been kind of a neat thing to paint. Anyone think of any other problems with it? Pardon me? Oh, yeah. We, we've known. We've looked all over with different sorts of technologies. We've been able to see there's lots of different solar systems out there with other planets all doing their thing. Does anybody have a favorite planet? <laughs> Fair enough. Besides Earth. Besides Earth. Saturn? Because... The rings? Yeah. I I read an article the other day that said that the rings are actually a relatively brief phenomena, and they happen to exist at a time when we can see them, which is pretty cool. They are the very cool thing. Any other any other favorite planets? Pluto? Sorry, I'm I'm in the I'm in the not a planet. Any any not a planet people for Pluto? Right, definitely it's not a planet. We might be in the minority, but it is not a planet. Sorry, everybody. Sorry, not even close. (laughs) Any other favorite planets? Jupiter? Neptune? Mars? I like Jupiter because I've been told that at different times in our history, big rocks that could have hit our planet and just wiped us all out, Jupiter just kind of goes, slurps it up for us, which is a pretty great thing. Jupiter's like our 
our shepherd, guardian planet out there balancing everything out for us. Someone else said Neptune? What? The color, yeah. Well, that, nobody said it, but I don't know if my colors are exactly right because they gave me one of those little children's paint kits. And I did my best. And then as a colorblind person, I had to occasionally check in with my wife to make sure. But I feel pretty good about it. Does anybody want to hold uh, their favorite planet? Saturn? You want to hold Saturn? If I can get it out of here. Here, just pass that on down. Anybody else want to hold a planet? There's no Pluto here. You want to hold Jupiter? Oh, let's get Jupiter out there. I can do this. If I break this entire thing, it only costs me 20 bucks. I can, I can live with it. Anybody else? Favorite planet? What do you want to hold? Earth. Oh, I feel very proud of my Earth. I even have a polar ice cap on it, which just meant I didn't paint that part. Okay, so the, the planet I really want to talk about today, we, are, we already came up because of its color, it's the planet Neptune. So you can, for generations, people could look up into the sky and they could see these stars that kept on wandering around and people are thinking, what are those guys doing? Does anyone know which ones that you could see? Yes, Mars, Venus, Mercury, Jupiter, Saturn, right? And on a good night... If you have one of those apps on your phone, you can, you can take a peek. But then when we started getting technologies, we got opportunities to find out that there's other stuff out there, not just those things. And a really cool thing happened in 1821. Does anyone know? Any junior or amateur or professional? Is there a professional astronomer in the room who should take over maybe right now? No? Okay. 1821, a really cool thing happened. This guy named Alexis Bouvard was sitting at his desk, scribbling on, I don't know, parchment? Is it paper yet? I don't know. He's got a quill pen. I want to see a powdered wig on that guy's head for sure. And he is observing the movements of the planets in the sky, and he says to himself, there's some weird stuff going on out there. And... One of the other planets is being perturbed by something out there, and I think that there's something else out there. I think it's a planet, probably. And 25 years later, someone else with better technology than him and better luck, just in terms of the timing of the thing, found big old lonely Neptune out there. It's the only planet that was predicted and wasn't actually discovered with the naked eye. Because you can't see with the naked eye, and it's actually even really hard to see with the telescope. And I've always really liked that about the Neptune story. It's the thing that we sort of knew was out there, and it took a big chunk of time before it actually showed up and became a thing that we could know about. I don't know if any of you have been reading, but supposedly there's another theory of another planet that's got a crazy huge orbit that's somewhere out there. Same sort of calculations are being done. It's never been discovered. Wouldn't it be cool if another planet could be discovered? So why am I talking about planets besides the fact that they're so cool? And I had a really great time painting this thing over the course of many hours. Well, this is just a model. It's a very incomplete model. It's a not-to-scale model. It doesn't have everything in it. Mercury looks real funny because the paint dried on it, kind of strange. 
And yet this model helps us understand the universe we live in, helps us understand the world we live in, and even our own place in it. Using a model like this, even if it's not a perfect one, helps us tell the story of our entire solar system. It even helps us tell the story of how life happened on our planet, which is pretty great. I enjoy models like this. I actually is painting this, I said to Buffy, I kind of want a better version of this in my house. I think it would be really cool. One that actually moved and did all this stuff would be just really great. Of course, today is the day before Epiphany. That's why I told you, maybe go home, find a recipe, make a 12th night cake, and then we'll compare notes. Hide a little king in it. We're celebrating the story of the Magi. Now, if we set up our creche like we do every year, I think it's safe to say that the solar system that is this model, Jesus is the sun, the source of all life, the light and the giver of every good thing, just like our sun holds everything together. The other planets, well, the close planets like Mary and Joseph, the little bit strange and local planets like animals and shepherds, maybe even visible with the naked eye. Of course, today, though, we're celebrating these guys out here, the Neptune of the crash. The thing that the scriptures told us, you know, there's, there's more people out there that I will call my children. This isn't just an exclusive club for the tiny circle of us. The circle that you keep drawing is bigger than you will ever know. The Neptune in the story are these wise men, these magi, these Persian priests from a long ways away who didn't speak the same language, didn't even worship the same way, people that they would have called maybe strangers, enemies, people to be afraid of people to turn your backs on, maybe people to fight sometimes. The gospel story is only the gospel story if every time we point our theological telescope up into the sky, the circle gets bigger. That's what's so great about the Magi in this story, apart from so many other things. That's why for me, the Neptune of the story that shows up even before anyone could understand what it could be about. It also turns into the story that we get to be a part of because we are only here because the circle keeps getting drawn bigger and bigger. Religion at its worst is when people like you and me decide that we're done drawing the circle and we turn our backs on the world. Religion at its best is people who turn and look and wonder and they search, and they ponder, and they find friends and people that they might have called enemies, strangers, and bring them into the circle. As you look forward to the year ahead, as you practice this thing called faith, recognizing in your own heart your inclination to turn your backs on the things that scare us, the things that worry us, the people that trouble us. Remember 
the God is always redrawing this circle. Always exposing us to mysteries that we can't even dream of. Because God's grace is bigger than anything we can know. It's the gravity that pulls us in and holds us in place, allows us to live, and gives us the earth under our feet. So let's worship together as people who stand alongside the animals and the shepherds, a mother and a father, local people and strangers from out of town. Thanks be to God.